granddad business with Aaron Caliber. That's my dad. Hello, underpants. That is hilarious. You should mouth to rate and review this podcast or my daddy will go into a deep depression. <laughs> I say boom welcome to grown dad business guys this is episode 50 episode 50 uh i just hear molly shannon when she's that old lady on saturday night Live, and she's like i'm 50 uh i have a special guest uh for my 50th episode um filling in for Polly shore <laughs> i was i was gonna i was trying to i was trying to get Polly shore on the podcast Time constraints couldn't happen. Yeah, I'll say it. Whatever. He doesn't listen to my podcast. Um, but uh, I have my oldest friend in comedy. Really, it's my oldest friend in stand-up comedy. It's uh, it's my friend Danny Palumbo. Hey. Yeah, Danny Palumbo. Um, special guest? Special guest. 50th. Everybody's a special guest, really, right? Or no? I, I had you on my 50th episode because I wanted this to be introspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I thought about like having my mom on. Like Yeah, that'd be fun. Your mom's a trip. You know what though? I think my mom will be my hundredth guest. You think my the hundredth pod- episode. You think the podcast will be uh, around that long? Only the only the gods know. What if <laughs> <laughs> what if they pull the plug? How many listeners did you get on an episode? Like a million. Come on. I don't couple, know. A couple hundred probably? More than that. That's good. Yeah. I don't know what a good number is. Yeah, podcasting. Well, first of all, you're not supposed to talk about this on your podcast. Yeah, but I think it's, you know. Um, it's weird. <clears throat> People that know podcasts, it's weird because iTunes doesn't like, iTunes doesn't collect your numbers and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. Make yourself comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you're palling pillows around you like we're at a Greek orgy. <laughs> I, just, I do, I do. by the way, have a 1985 He-Man blanket next to you. I, yeah, no, I, that's I've, a vintage He-Man blanket. Yeah, no, I've I've fallen asleep inside that blanket before. I've slept down here many times. The dad yeah, cave. A few weeks. Yeah, yeah. a few weeks. Yeah, communit communitive <laughs> Cumulat- communitive. I got a uh, salt and vinegar residue all over my fingers. Well, but I'm holding the microphone with my good hand. I don't want to know why. The one, <laughs> well, it's the salt and vinegar chips. I know that you're right into there. sea captains nowadays. That's, that's gross. Ah. Uh, no, I, I, I told Danny the other night, I was like, I wanna let's have you on here and I'm I'm just gonna ask you about me. Like, what's my deal? <laughs> that I lost my mind when you Well well, yeah, yeah. I asked a couple of my close close friends, because sometimes I get anxiety, I get worried about stuff, and once, I'm like I'm like, what's my deal? Once in a while you have to ask somebody, hey, what's my deal? So look, you have to have friends in your life where I say accountability accountability friends. Yeah. Where you just gotta be like, bro, what's my deal? Yeah. And people that will just tell you what your deal is without even asking. That's what you really want. That's a good friend. Absolutely. Somebody to be like, hey, you're acting like, you know, a big uh, jerk right now. Yeah. And here's why. But being a big D-hole. Which I've told you that before. But being a big jerk? Yeah. I'm not a jerk. Well, we can all be jerks. You never said... I'm not saying that on the whole you're a jerk. I feel like there's but a there point where you, you just took that super personal. wanted to say <laughs> quit being a jerk, but you never did, as I recall... So that means there was a point in time. See, when I see <laughs> Danny, what's my deal? 
That's what I'm uh, what, okay, you, Yeah, your deal is... Um, All right, don't tell everybody my you deal. Would well, you just ask me while we're holding microphones? You tell so. a thousand people my deal. Yeah. You want to know what your deal is? Yeah, what's my deal? You want to know. It's episode 50. Let's you keep saying that, though, like it is a game show or the name of this podcast. What's my deal? And you just invite guests on just to f- figure yourself out. <laughs> that's what it is. Well, that's why I talk about childhood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, I do. I talk. I, I, I love talking to comedians about their childhoods because I, I have a very unique childhood. I've said it a billion times. You know, mm-hmm. I went through abuse. You know, I, I was poor. I mean, we moved around a lot, mm-hmm. new schools all the time. So it's like, I, I know what I went through mm-hmm. and what made me a funny kid. It feels good to just talk. It feels good to talk about yourself. That's why we go on stage and do stand up. Well, yeah, but it's of course we it, it's it, but it's not always talking about yourself in oh, an honest no. way. That's why podcasts feel good because I'm just like, yeah, I just want to talk yeah, about. No, I, uh, I generally most of my episodes have been talking to comedians or creative people about um, just where they came from, and not and like and it'd be a different thing. It'd be different than a lot of biographical podcasts mm-hmm. where it's like basically it's like what's your deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I like how you keep saying that. Uh, I'm going to change the name of the podcast to What's Your Deal? Can I tell you what your deal is? Okay. You you, you worry too much. I do. You you worry too much. You're 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 anxious uh-huh. uh, all the time. Yeah. And the only time that I haven't seen you anxious is the other night when you were high. <laughs> and that was it. I don't think I'm allowed to say that on this podcast. <laughs> you don't have to say it because I just did. Okay. But you were so chill. Uh, I was like, oh, this is clearly a good thing for you. And I've known other people like that too. We're like, it, it showed out. I understand. It showed out my, uh, yeah, no, I, my other friends too. But yeah, no, but I, this but, is, this is something that Danny and I have always had as like a fun duo is that you've always been most of the time, especially when you're in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You've been single. Yeah. And four years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And I've always been a dad and married. I didn't even have a girlfriend until I moved to Austin, really. Yeah, not really. No, not at all. I tr- n- no. I, I tried. Yeah, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. I tried or I was... I feel like nothing ever serious. so many girls that it felt like it was one. Here? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I'm just kidding. Well, I... I, I but, used to the high thing. I had to get you back and say something. Oh, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah, I'm just kidding. But also, yeah. It's not... I mean, so it was always funny that Danny and I, as a duo, it's always been like a sitcom i've always thought yeah yeah or like it's a movie been, and yeah. we've we've kind of done that it's been a bad premise to a sitcom yes it's, just, it's been yeah and uh, a physical movie yeah uh married married dude with kids and then uh his young y- friend. Y- younger slacker no it's literally been a movie like what? we filmed a movie oh that's oh Can i we talk about that? that yeah we did yeah that's what that was about that is what the movie was about we uh, a friend of ours yeah, you know, a friend of ours yeah. wrote a movie. I'm staying with him when I go back to Austin for a little oh, while. Oh, shit. He ain't gonna listen to this. No. A friend of ours wrote a movie and it needed cleaned up. Uh-huh. And so you and I knocked out a script about that, pretty much. Basically, our relationship. Yeah. Uh, which was kind of the point of the movie, I think. Mm-hmm. There was some good. Well, we saw that heart of the movie in kind of our own friendship. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was that was the most fun parts of uh, of that of doing that, and um, and then I just nothing remember, came of it. I just remember that we did a scene 
in the car when you were dropping me off at yeah, night. Right off of the, yeah, right and here. it was one of the best things I've ever done still. That was so much fun. It was like an eight minute almost improvised scene. Mm-hmm. We had bullets. Yeah. But it was like talking about me going and getting in trouble for being home late and yeah. drunk. And it was like, that's right. It was so good. It was so good. Yeah. That was the first time I improvised a thing with somebody. And then I felt like, oh, that was, that was fun. That was good. I, I still, and something happened with a lot of the footage, but like, I want to just post that as a short film. Just that scene? Our conversation in the car. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an short intro to our duo like... show. <laughs> like that whole scene is like what you watch before we do Danny and Aaron bring the heat. You were, you were supposed to be drunk in that. Yeah. In that, I remember that. It now. was. Did you like fell out of the car mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. 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 I was like, look, the lights on. Look at it. Look at her yeah. waiting. Yeah. You were just acting all drunk. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. That's basically what our relationship's like. It's, it's fun. And then uh, when so, I walk into here, it's, I'm, it's, this is the world I, I, I don't, I can't, I, I, I can't fathom. Well, I get it on a base level. Like, hey, there's some kids and there's a wife. Yeah. And then, uh, but as a, as a comic, it doesn't make any Constant sense. Constant love and appreciation. Well, yeah, when you're here. That's nice. But daddy's gone a lot. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm well, not gone a lot. You're a comic. Well. I'm gone enough. Yeah. I know what you mean. Don't, yeah. Yeah, daddy's gone a lot. I'm so, I didn't mean to say that like I was, I was your kid. It was. And somebody, it did, somebody asked. It did feel like you quoted one of my children. But it feels like. And, and you even said like, like, daddy's gone a lot. Like a child. Yeah. It made me feel sad. Yeah. I was like, yeah, well, Beck and I were having a conversation earlier. Oh my gosh, no you weren't. And I was like, hey, are you okay? And she said, yeah, daddy's gone a lot. And but, my kids like you. They do. Uh, Luke the Nuke has smelled you before. He kept trying to smell you and... When? Oh, last time I was here? Last time you were here, he was like trying to like put his head under your t-shirt yeah, and he's smell being, you. He's being real weird. He also took my phone and just put it down his pants. <laughs> and he was like, come and get it. You don't like this. Yeah, come and get that's it. That's a real... Oh, well, that's, that's a smart kid. He is... If he takes something and puts it down his pants, he's like, come and get it. It's like, well, this kid wants me to go to jail. Yeah. He's, he's, he's working the system. What a bold move. Yeah. They're bold like, move. hey, give me that cell phone. He's like, come and get it, weirdo. <laughs> He's got to be a comic at some point. Luke? Yeah. You would think so? Yeah. He's going to do something wacky with his life. Yeah. I'm afraid it, like, he's, he's going to be like the next Pee Wee Herman or something. <laughs> I think that stand-up will be, uh, by the time he gets old enough, will be on the downside. And some, he'll be doing something else pretty wacky. He's going to be like a rodeo clown or something. That's, that's shooting really <clears throat> that's low. Gonna, that's gonna, no, no that, that, that'll be the thing that takes off. That what you think? Yeah. Rodeo clowns. Something. Rodeo By clown. then, animal rights will be completely obliterate anything in the rodeo. Oh, they should have already, probably. Right. That's what I'm saying. So within 20 years, he's, he's a rambunctious child. He's not even rambunctious. He's a good kid. I didn't, well, I didn't think rambunctious silly. implies bad. Oh, yeah. But, but he's, yeah, he's very... It's because I kind of trained him <laughs> to harness his... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I correct him. Like, he's just like, you know, like pee and poop humor. And I'm like, nah, dude, that's not always funny. Yeah. I've told, like, I've told him many times. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. You don't have to tell jokes about your peep no more. Like, we get it. Yeah. Or yeah. like, or that's like, annoying when it or like booty that. jokes. And it's like, dude, yeah. that's not funny all the time. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And then when he like learns other slapstick, I'm like, okay, dude, that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. That's he, pretty funny. Yeah. You're better than the pee and poop stuff. Oh yeah, exactly. And he knows So it. he's learned that from a very young age. And plus, when he was like one, two, and three, um, I was home with him a lot. Just me right. and him. 
So like his sister was in preschool. He was with me every morning. So we would just cut up and watch cartoons and Three Stooges. That's crazy. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, like in those futuristic movies when you hook up somebody to like a like a TV with goggles yeah. on and you chain them into a chair and you're trying to make them mass murderers. Yeah, yeah, Except yeah. I did that to him and it made him like <laughs> Laurel and Hardy. He's like a superhuman com- comedy machine. That was a... All we did was, all we did... Sorry, bill collectors are calling me. Is that who it was? Yeah, no, it's Jason Statham actually. <laughs> oh yeah, you say the numbers in your phone. Um, which is a joke you do now. I don't do it. You used to. I used to. I know, because I gave that, you that part. You did. You gave me I that. didn't want to do that anymore. You gave me that part. Because you were like, like, I had something for that. And I was like, oh, it's good. I like it. Well, I, it's, it's a bit that I adopted in the same, like when you told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me a long time ago, you say bill collectors in your phone as celebrities. And I was yeah. like, that is fantastic. Yeah, because so when I, people ring, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. But you got to. But you it'd gotta, be weird celebrities. Shoot low. Yeah. Jason Biggs. Yeah. Amanda Pete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, that's who, how you do it. That's what I went with. Yeah. Um, I couldn't imagine just being at home with a kid all day. That seems... Uh... Yeah, no. It was, well, it was my little boy. <clears throat> right, right. Not just so a kid. Fun. But it was fun that like we would just sit there and watch old Tom and Jerry and he'd be laughing his balls off. And I'm like, this is the most adorable thing ever. Yeah, he loves it. Oh, it's the best. Do kids watch old cartoons now still? Or is that something you gotta like go in the... You know? Are they on? Oh, yeah. Well, now with streaming, you can find... Sure, sure, sure. Anything. And what's really cool is my my kids say words like classic and vintage and retro. They say those words? Yeah. Because, like, I tell them what it is once, and I'm like, oh, this is, like, vintage Superman. Right, right, right. And so when Luke was really little, we were like, um, the, the old um, Silver Age Superman, mm-hmm. I think that's what you would call it. It's the first 1940s Max Fleischmann Superman. You might not know what that is. Some people listening do. Mm-hmm. But it's the first Superman cartoon. And Max, Max Fleischer, Max Fleischer or Fleischman, it, the art was fantastic. It was from like 1939. It's just beautiful. It's amazing. It's so good. And Luke was obsessed with it. And I loved watching it too. Easy to understand. Oh, and super so- easy. Beautiful art. And now they love classic Batman. Like they love old super friends. Really? They love the old... Oh, Luke, it, Luke will put on Tom and Jerry and he goes, this is the new Tom and Jerry. This isn't any good. Yeah. And he'll be like, we got to put on the classic Tom and Jerry. And I'm just like, yes. Or it'll be like new Looney Tunes and they'll be like, nope. Yeah, new's not good. Nope. New's not they'll good. put on the old Looney Tunes. I was Tiny Tunes. Tiny, they watched some of that. Tiny That's Tunes? so good. Animaniacs? But come on, Tiny Tunes and Animaniacs and uh, those shows, they had adult humor in them. They did. Oh, Animaniacs, they referenced like all yeah. kinds of movies, classic, weird pop culture. Stuff that kids aren't getting. Oh, like, like Spielberg referencing like. Um, the whole Goodfellas. Yeah. Goodfeathers. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the Goodfeathers. The, yeah, I love it. The, Dude, the, the, it's the, just the Goodfellas pigeons. Yeah, it's great. The Goodfeathers. I love it. No kids get that. No kids get that. No, kid, no kids get a reference to Michelle Pfeiffer playing no. uh, Catwoman. Or, but that's the stuff so they funny. would do. Isn't it, wasn't it bizarre too? Cause like that was the stuff I grew up on. But then Me also, too. uh, Batman, the animated series was That's like one of the best cartoons really ever dark. Oh, they, for a kid to, Clayface gave me nightmares as a kid. They, they that was so watched sad. some of that, but it's sometimes a little dark. Like it's they way get too scared. Dark. Yeah. Yeah. The Clayface episode is frightening mm-hmm. and sad. Yeah. I know what you mean. Oh, it's, um, it's one of the best cartoons ever made. Yeah. I know. I, it's one of my favorite cartoons it. of all time. I love it. It's amazing. Is it, it's not streaming, is it? Uh, oh yeah, Batman anime series on uh, I'm Netflix. I'm pretty sure. I think it might be on Amazon Prime. We have everything. We don't have cable. 
You just have all that. Yeah, we have Hulu, Amazon Prime, Netflix. Guys, by the way, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Netflix, holler at your boy if you want to sponsor the show. Um, let's see. Mm, Hulu, yeah, you're awesome. Hulu. Let's let's you gotta pick out. one. Yeah, Hulu. Hulu is pretty amazing. I like Hulu. And I have HBO Go. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah, but there's not there's not much there for kids, right? Oh no, there is. There's a Sesame whole kid, Street. It's a whole kids section. Yeah, yeah. Sesame yeah. Street is on That's HBO right. now. I forgot about that. They moved Sesame Street from PBS to HBO. Did they really? After like thirty five years. Yeah. How? I Why? Don't, I don't know. I'm sure there's a whole story to it. Do people have HBO that... That's weird. Isn't that weird? That's very strange. I know. Hmm. I know. So anyway, that's why Luke's funny. Wait, and why? It's, it's just because he was with me for so, so long. Oh. And we're such a funny... We're f- a goofy family. Like, we make each other laugh all day. Yeah. At the dinner table. Like, we're always, like... Making, I've noticed that. We always try to make each other laugh. It's so fun. That's interesting. Yeah, it's so fun. That's bizarre, though. But also, you know what? I love in a family. You know, when you sit back and you think, like, when my kids are, think about when you were like 17, 18, 19, you start getting retrospective about your family. Mm-hmm. You start thinking about, like, I'm an adult now. And you start thinking about your parents. Oh, yeah. And, like, my kids are going to be like, my parents are really fun, loving people. Yeah. And that means a lot. And then the divorce rate is going to be so high when you're older that you're, other kids are going to resent your kids for having such a great family. Yeah. Because it's going to be so much <laughs> That's higher. what people do now. Oh, yeah. That's what people do now. I can't imagine when if the you, divorce rate if, is 90%. If you, have a, if you have a good family, people are like, oh, screw this guy. Yeah, maybe, maybe the divorce rate will be higher because less people will get, be getting married in 20 years. That's probably going to be a thing, right? I think so. I mean, it increases every decade. The, the, the divorce rate? No, the amount of people that live in relationships. Oh, and don't get people married. that don't get married, huh. or like or like children out of wedlock. Like it gets more and more. Yeah, marriage is kind of a. Uh, well, I, I mean, I'm not. I don't think I will do it. Maybe. Well, but it's more of a money thing for me too now. Oh, which is like is like. I, I, it, oh, I know people that have been together for years and years, and I'm like, like, how are you not married? Yeah. Do you know you can consolidate your college debt? Right. Are you out of your mind? Like, it's, I always tell my friends, like, I'm giving them tax advice, and I'm like, yeah, no, like, you should get married. Yeah. Like, what, why wouldn't you? And that like, kind of well, makes sense. Well, we're not, like, ready. And I'm like, you've been living together for nine years. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's nuts. It Do you have friends like that? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I just surround myself with uh, people that just are not marriage material. Mm, yeah, I know how you do. No, I got friends in Austin that are married. Recent, recently married. Like, young Two, people? Mm, early 30s. Oh, yeah, you know. 30, maybe like... Nobody's married in Austin, 33? Texas, by the way. Yeah, no, I got plenty of married friends there, actually. Actually, yeah, I have a lot of married friends Are they Austin. old dishwashers at your restaurant you work at? No! They're all, they're all, uh, they're all comics. A lot of married comics? Uh, I can, Austin? I, well, uh, my buddy, uh, I was at both of their weddings last year. Uh, Brendan K. O'Grady, Mac Blake got married last year. Uh, both. Super huh. fun. I emceed Brendan's wedding. That's fun. Uh, that was good. Uh, asked out the girl that was a wedding planner, and... She went on a date with me, and then oh, this is funny. Uh, after a couple, like we were kept trying to go out, and I was like, and she's like, she would say yes, and then she would back off, and that happened twice. And after the second time, she was like, "This, this is you're gonna love this." And after the second time, she said, um, "Hey, I just wanted to be like honest with you. Like, <clears throat> I'm a pretty like religious person, and uh, you know, uh, with my ex boyfriend, it was a problem that like he wouldn't come to church with me and stuff, and like I could just tell that you're like." 
not. You're you're a comic, and I can and, tell. And, and uh, well, she could just yeah, like I'm a comic, and like I, I'm not, you know. And she was like, it would just eventually be a problem, and like I I just figure, you know, let's not. And I was like, well, the day would have just been fun if we didn't have to bring all this into we it. We would have had a blast. Yeah. But also, I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. That's the I first mean, time someone used God as a reason to to not go out with me. And I was like, oh, all right. Well. But. Um, I'm sure if you were uglier, you would have heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't that's know. a good excuse. But some people it's don't good. know. You're you're okay with, you're respectful to God. Yeah, I don't, nice guy. Well, I don't. I don't hate God. Yeah, I know. Some people don't know you're respectful towards God. Yeah, some people assume, like you're saying, like comedians, like you're a comedian, you can't, you know. Wow, they probably just assume that I wouldn't take it seriously or go, to, go to church. Or go to church. I don't go to church. I go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I do. That that's your T-shirt. Yeah, I don't go to church. I go to the gym. <laughs> you, you don't go to church? No. Oh, I didn't realize. My that. wife and kids go to church, but you don't. No, Why I don't not? have a degree in theology. Why not? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's odd. I'm just uh, I I think I think I think uh, the whole thing. Hold up. What does does Wendy care? We yeah, she knows she knows the deal. We have conversations so, about so, it. So she doesn't care that that I don't I don't get a lot from sitting in church. And I think I think church is very essential for some people if they need to. You know, I feel like. Um, you know, find themselves or be surrounded by positive people. I think it's very important for somebody that, you know, that might, might want to learn more about spirituality or learn, learn more about God. It's very important for them to be in a community of people that can lift them up and be encouraging. I've got follow-up questions. Okay. Hold uh, on. So, but I think that's where church is essential. And I feel like that I, I don't like, I don't, Sure, sure, sure. I've sure, been sure. through that whole world yeah. as a full time youth yeah, pastor. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Youth pastor. And yeah. so, like, I, I don't. So, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't need to be in a like I, a church community. Yeah, you don't have to. Explain. I feel comfortable. You don't have to explain not going to church. To yeah. Me yeah. And, oh no, and that's why. what I'm saying. But like, I no, I, I, I get it. I'm just curious. Like, doesn't does okay, do people at the church be like, well, how come Aaron doesn't go to church? Yeah, I don't care. But you get you. They probably you probably get some of that judgment. Yeah, I would imagine. That's all right. It's such a thing where people that's are their like, problem. Yeah. Oh, I mean, essentially, that's shoot. their problem. Yeah. It really is. I don't go to church. I go to the gym. I mean, that's... Yeah, no, I know, but that's like the same. I've had... See, see, people think like you go to church because, <clears throat> you know, it's like for you, it's fulfilling you. And the, sure, that's great. But it really, the whole point of it is so that you can get filled up and then go out and be that person to people around you in the world. Exactly. But people don't do that. Yeah. People go and go in and like, oh, I made, I made myself feel better about myself. It's a community thing. I, I, just from a family standpoint, I was wondering if, if you would still go because like... I do. I don't, I don't never that's, go. That's awesome that uh, Wendy's cool with it though because that's a thing that would happen in a lot of traditional relationships which is like, you need to go to... It's like a Simpsons episode. I think we're like understood. We are the Simpsons. You know that, right? Think about my family. Or the Simpsons. <laughs> Okay, you never so, that, so Luke, Luke is, I'm thinking about Luke is a little bit of a Bart. Yeah. 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 Back okay. of the professor is Lisa yeah. Simpson. I can see She's that. She's the smart one. And then we have little Maggie. Here's, here's the only thing. How I wanna, crazy is that? That is crazy. Yeah. Here's the only thing I, I want to say about that. Wendy's better than Marge. Wendy's. Wow. Wen, Wendy's more. She listens to all these episodes. Wendy's. You son of a bitch. You're really, you're really trying to get in. No. You were just get in? talking about how, how good her banana in? muffins were. Oh. Wendy said she wants me to cook. 
And I quote, uh, I'm not leaving town for a you, while. You don't have you to leave town. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just, you know, I, 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 I like your wife. Danny, you know, I've said before that there are a people I can count on one hand that if I died and they took care of my wife, I'd be okay if you did. For real? Yeah. I'm saying like that in a, right in now. A, in, a, in, a, in a husband way. You don't got to say it. But yeah. it's No, that. I'm just saying. In like a, in like yes. A, yeah. You think that'd work? Okay, let's say scenario. I want to entertain this for a second. Let's say, let's say you die. You're dead. <laughs> I have to put in the description. You're dead. Me and Danny. Hold on, hold on. You're dead. Here's here's Play a layout. If I died and he, okay, you're dead. Your wheel says, hey, the only person I really trust to uh, um, take care of the family, take care of the family, is uh, is Danny. Mm-hmm. So I just walk in with a suitcase and I'm like, hey, and uh, I'm 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 the new court order. <clears throat> I'm your court ordered husband, uh, per Aaron's wishes. Uh, I said I can count on one hand, so there's more. Yeah, but let's say it's me. You guys might have to compete. Let's just say it's me. I'm probably the closest thing to you that, you know, comic. I don't make any money doing comedy, so what are we supposed to do? Okay, yeah, you'll have very, that. You'll, you'll, yeah, we're very you'll, different. You'll have, that, you'll have that taken care of, though. You'll, <laughs> yeah. you'll, you'll have a bunch of money you're leaving behind. And, uh, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll be, I'll be uh-huh. flying out to do feature weeks. Now I'm like, well, I broke even, but you know, as I got to do some comedy. I support a family of four other people, and you, yeah, are living with your parents right now. I, I couldn't do what you do. It's very hard. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. I'd have to have because you, you went the backwards route, which is you had a family, and then you, did, then you started doing comedy. Yeah, and you're like, well, now I got to provide. Well, the funny thing <laughs> is, is like, I, you know. I don't want to go backward. Well, I don't want to keep reiterating like my story. I mean, some people have heard this on this podcast and some people haven't, but like I was pursuing my dreams before I had kids. True. So like, so what some people might not know about my story is like, I made two huge independent films. I traveled the country in dozens, uh, over 50 plus film festivals Mm -hmm. for like two and a half years, Mm -hmm. you know, spent all this time making movies and then I was doing like, a, I was on a, I started my own sketch group for a year and a half. Yeah. I was doing improv nonstop. I was doing like Whose Line Is It Anyway shows on riverboats and right, like yeah. casinos. Yeah. So I was doing comedy. I was doing short films. So I was doing all that. I went to Chicago, did Second City for a little bit. Yeah. So after that, after I was doing all that for years and also working, I did work in the church and worked with teenagers during that time as well. So after all that, I was kind of like, hey, um, honey, what do you want? <laughs> so it kind of, it kind of like I did for, you know, we had a kid when I was 28. So like, yeah, for eight years, I did all this stuff, you know? Yeah. So it was kind of like I've been traveling around. I've been, you know, going back and forth to Chicago, going to film festivals, spending, you know, 20 hours a day making movies. You know what I mean? There was whole summers of that. So it was basically like, oh, honey, what do you want? And she's like, I want a house and a baby. And I'm like, fair enough. You know what I mean? So it only because, and when stand-up, the only reason I, I say I started stand-up is because I was kind of stuck at home. Mm-hmm. Like we had a baby. And so I had to stay in Pittsburgh and work. But while I was working, I was like, what, can I, what else can I do? What else can I try out? And that was stand-up. Because I was like, oh, I can, you know, like making another movie is just, you know, fundraising and like all that, yeah. sh- all the shit that goes into making your own film and having your own sketch group was also difficult. 
And even doing improv, it's like you got to do it with nine people. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's not, you can't just like go out at night and go do improv. You can in Pittsburgh now. Yeah. A little bit. But you also don't make any money doing it. That was the thing right there. You, yeah. You, My, and I, I've told, you know this, but it's just for the sake of saying like comedian Frank Nicotero saw me do like a whose line is it anyway thing. Yeah. He's the one that was like, you should do stand up. So I started asking him about stand up and he was like, dude, he goes, He's like, you get booked at the improv hosting and make 50 bucks a show. And I was like, 50 bucks a show? Yeah. Like, I'm splitting 50 bucks with seven people doing improv. Yeah, that's, man, you're lucky, though, because yeah. you started making, because stand-up's the only thing you do, yeah. and you started making a career out of it, like, simultaneously while having other kids. Yeah, but I also got really lucky acting, too. Like, I did get a lot of acting oh, sure. gigs. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And I mean, in the last eight years, and a lot of commercial stuff that pays. I mean, dude, in the last eight years, I've done three movies and like about twenty-five commercials. I would have to have the other. I would have to have that stuff guaranteed first before I had kids. Yeah, it's a little nuts. I would have to have, but it just kind of happens. That's grown probably, dad. That's grown dad business, dude. I'll probably adopt if I ever have kids. You. Gonna, How do you, you feel about adoption? You know, um, once you have, you know, we we've talked about that, and I don't not, remember. No, no, no. Like my wife and I. Oh. Oh, just like thoughts about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not like, should we do this? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, like some friends of ours, uh, well, quite a few friends of ours have adopted yeah. kids, you know? And it's like, wow, that's like tough. Like, you know, and it's hard, I guess, when like once you have your own kids, it's like, it feels weird to bring your own, another kid in. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, no, we are a kind of family that could really love another kid like that. For sure. So it's tough. It's 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 a weird thing, but um. Plus, who cares if they're adopted or not? Why you know, why, why do other kids? It's or or even, it's like they're still around. Like the if we brought another little baby into the house or even another kid, my kids, yeah. it would be no problem. Yeah. I think you're taught. Think making me think about adopting a child, Danny. Are you? No. Do you want to? No. On the record, I'd have to make a lot more money. Would you want a fourth kid? I don't care. I mean, you don't care. Like, I don't care. If it happens, it happens. Okay, but preference. Danny, I've had three kids on birth control. I don't give a shit about nothing. <laughs> preference, though. If you could have a fourth kid, would you want to? Yeah, sure. You don't feel like that's too many? No. Because, like, honestly, I've said before that I'm just like, people are like, oh, you're going to have another one? And I'm like, what's four? We have three. Yeah. Our couch has like eight spaces. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, they're going to sit. I'm, but really, once we have three, once you have three, yeah. like you can afford three, what's four? Yeah, you just put out an extra food bowl. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You <laughs> put out an extra food That's bowl. Just, I just pictured you tossing it on the floor and then it like, doo -doo 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 -doo. yeah. Like it just, yeah. 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 Oh, if I have a family, yeah, we're, we're going to, we'll, We'll go football style. I'll eat that way too, just so they don't think they're being you dirty Italians. We'll, we'll, we'll eat the same way. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, that's I, 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 that's too many kids. That's uh, hilarious. I'll just tell you, it's too many kids. Oh, really? When are you going to have kids? I'm not going to have kids, man. Why not? Because I don't make any money. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I got to have money first. I don't think anybody loves you enough either. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> that was a hard life. People have, people have loved me. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, I just, it's just not in the cards. I got to get a career taken care of first. Aaron's texting in the middle of his podcast right now. No, I got an important email. Did you? Yeah, as soon as I saw... Important, uh, what was it, a uh, loony bin? Booking. Oh, you son of a bitch. Come on. No, it's just booking. 
For what? I'm going to be in Cleveland next month. For what? Uh, at Cleveland Hilarities. Okay. So if anybody's listening from Cleveland, this is my shout-out portion of the show. Um, if you're listening this week, yeah. uh, Saturday night, I'm on the Blue Light Special Show at 10 p.m. at Arcade Comedy Theater. Yeah. Are you going to do that? No, I'm I'm in Buffalo this weekend. Where you uh where you at a helium in Buffalo? Helium Buffalo with Kurt Broneler. Mm-hmm. Super funny dude. He's very funny. Yeah, yeah. There are people that listen around the country to this. You know that I it's not it. just my mom and my aunt. I doubt it. That Ooh, email was only kind of important though. It was like important email. You used to be like, I just got an email. You know, important email. I'm like, what? Did someone contact you from Los Angeles or something? President about? of Showbiz. Was it was it something important? Was it the president of Showbiz? Was it? The, I just saw a name pop up. That's okay. all. I and I was you. like concerned. It's uh, okay. Yeah, Everything's fine. It's good stuff. Yeah. But no, I'm in Cleveland September 15th through the 18th? 15th through the 19th? Uh, I'm headlining uh, on Thursday. Wednesday and Thursday. That's fun. Uh, and, uh, and then I'm with Tom Arnold Friday and Saturday. Hey. And Sunday I'm doing my stand-up comedy game show, The Stand-Up Get Down. That's fun. It's gonna be Pittsburgh versus Cleveland. It'll be a good time. Oh wow! Yeah, good times. You'll be in Buffalo this week. Yeah, huh? That's fun times. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, I'm sick of doing really road work. Really? I don't wanna, yeah, you're I don't crazy. Wanna, I just want to be in a place. Isn't it fun though? It's fun, but yeah, I... yeah, but you can't be in the same place <clears throat> just doing jokes. You gotta get on the road. Yeah, no, I know. You you're gonna get you'll you'll fizzle out, man. No, I, I understand that. I just get bored. And I'm, and I'm not, I don't have... You know what's funny is I don't think you've reached a point that I have here in Pittsburgh. You haven't reached that point in Austin yet where it's like you're starting to now be like the old comic. Oh, yeah. I'm, well... I'm at that point now where there's so many young people now where they're just like, I show them who are you? and they're like, who's this 35-year-old dad? Yeah. But then I show them what's up. Well, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I'm. I mean, I'm around Austin a lot, but I'm still like. But but what I'm 31 saying is, is young in Austin. Oh, but what I'm also, saying is, I think if you would stay in Austin for another three or four years, I yeah. think you'd start hitting that point where they're. Oh like, yeah. They're like, yeah, dude, you were the funniest person in Austin. Yeah. like five years. Yeah, like ago. five years ago. Exactly. So yeah. It's and that's for me now. Yeah. It's like you know our friend Matt Light has been like best comedian a couple years in a row. Yeah. And I was like best comedian four years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like. Yeah, even your not, old guard. Even not being funniest person in Austin this year was like, like the year after it was the probably it was the most fun year of my life. It was great. Sure, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, but that's a but, very big uh, accolade in Austin. Sure, in the comedy scene, yeah. Pittsburgh Magazine is not like. Well, yeah, you guys, you, you guys just voted. Somebody yeah, just, just, somebody, like just a, somebody just somebody just people just vote. Yeah, people are like, yeah, we saw that guy, an idiot, yeah. and then he dumping off the street. Whoa, you better but watch it with my hands. Well, they're they're yeah. adults. Well, I'm saying you know, they're smart people, Danny. No, I understand they're adults. <laughs> they're adults. That's so funny. They're adults. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I just get sick of doing the road. I don't feel like I feel like when I was, uh, you know, who's that? Luke the Nuke sneaking up. Uh, hey, hey Skaskook. I call him Skaskook. What's up, hey, Skaskook? Come here, Nanook. Hey, uh, come here. Wait, take that lollipop out of your mouth. What are you like a what are you a loan shark? Give me. You're like, hey, doing? Can He's I? Like, uh, Dan, uh, what do you? What do you? Come on. What do you? What do you think about Danny? Remember last time I smelled your stinky feet? I told you he was smelling him. I didn't realize they were stinky. But uh... why? Let, let's just let's just break this down real quick. Why did you 
put Danny's phone down your pants. I didn't do that. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah, you did. Because you thought it was hilarious. Just say. I did not. Are you pleading the fifth right now? Like you didn't do that? I didn't do that because I don't remember that. Danny, what's going on here? Um, I didn't do that because I don't remember that is a lot of bad people say that. <laughs> um, but but, <laughs> but um, Danny's calling you a criminal. <laughs> but also, uh, that's not being a criminal, you know. Yeah, that's just being a weirdo. Uh, yeah, I don't know, wasn't it? Um, you yeah, you put my you put my phone down your pants. All, all you gotta say is it was a weird time in my life, and uh, you know I, I don't I don't even know who that person is anymore. That's all you gotta say. I don't even know who that person is anymore. He's a really tasty lollipop. Look at him just leaning he's back like, okay. The, That's he's how he's going to play it. That's how he's going to play it. <laughs> um, Luke, you want to come home with me? Yeah. If I, we want, okay, pick. Okay, if you, do you want to sleep over Danny's house? What are you guys going to do? Um, eat lollipops all night. Twizzlers. Yeah, that sounds fun. Sounds like Neverland Ranch. No. <laughs> okay with that. Until morning, we'll just eat popsicles. I love it. Oh, that's a, all that sounds day. fun. This oh. sounds like the best time ever. Uh, got, okay. Who? If okay, let's say that Aaron goes away for a long time. Daddy, daddy. Let's say daddy goes away for a long time. Maybe forever. I. I what if daddy what, goes to Jesus? Would you have? <laughs> If I if I came in to this house and started doing everything that da- that daddy does, would you be okay with that or would you think there would be some problems? Like if I was like, "Hey, let's I'll take you I think to you're sc- scaring him. I'll take you to school. <laughs> I'll take you to school. I'll take you to school." And what if Danny well, became your new daddy? <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to say, but I didn't want to say it like that. Yeah. Wait, you'd be okay with that? Yeah. Really? But I'd be gone forever. Well, that part is bad. But you know it was. It, but we get we get over it as a family. I don't want both of you. You want both of us? My two dads. My two dads. We're in. Wait a second. Whoa. Hold on. Yeah. No. You cannot get the approval of a five year old for this kind of situation. I think it's. I think it's okay. What this is? Well, you think this is a a a, a pact agreement? This run around. Run it past Wendy. <laughs> this is running past Wendy. All right, Luke. You're fired. I don't know what you just got me into. Uh. Well, that's that's good to know. Yeah. I probably could just step in like that. Because I think everyone's... What you're doing is you're stepping over your bounds here. <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> gentlemen. Crunch, 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 crunch. Luke, you better tell him to watch it. Watch it, Nucky. Knucklehead. Nucky. Yeah, Nuckyhead. Oh, Nuckyhead. I like Knucklehead. That's good. You know what? I want Danny to take me to school tomorrow. You're going to make Danny cry. <laughs> I'll, I'll take you to school tomorrow if I can. Yay! Yeah, see? <laughs> Uh, Danny's going to be a great dad. Um, I, I will be. Uh, oh, I wanted to ask you, I, I always, I always talk to comedians that, you know, they always go through something in life mm-hmm. that's weird. Yeah. I'm changing gears here. No, yeah. Go Cause I want to get this out. Uh, what, what made you a comedian? Oh, as far as like what? Cause uh, look, like I, I know Danny's family. I've been to his brother's wedding. Yeah. Like. Danny has a fun, great family. You guys like each other. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, your mom and dad are awesome. Your brother's a great guy. Brother's like my best friend. Yeah. It, what? Um, I always say, like, uh, most comedians have some kind of trouble. Yeah. That make them comedians. And then there's like that one out of 10 that's like, my family's great. Yeah. And that's you. Well, yeah, but then there's the also, there's the part where, you know, it's like school wasn't, uh, you know, as, as fun or, hey, Luke. See you, buddy. <clears throat> yeah, great family, uh, but uh, was a uh, fat kid. You were. Uh, yeah, I was a fat kid. Uh, chubby. And got made fun of. And, and, no. got made, and got made fun of for it, too. You did? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Definitely. I remember seeing pictures of you growing up. Yeah, in my house. Oh, you saw my senior high school picture. But that's when I lost weight. Yeah. So I was a fat kid, and then so I lost weight. So how did you weight. lose weight? Uh, uh, in, like, 10th grade, I was like, I'm... I'm sick of being oh in really yeah, yeah. Uh, when i was like okay seriously though i should try to get a girlfriend or something uh oh, you i was just like, made a decision like you know what i'm gonna fix this yeah really yeah then i did how old was your brother how old oh, how much older is he's two years older than me so was he like a senior yeah all the girls loved my brother oh. all the girls loved my brother and then i was friends and to... he was really nice to you right in high school was he did you ish. guys get along in high school ish once we st- yeah, once we started working at the same restaurant, yeah. we, we we became very close. Yeah. Uh, before then, it was kind of like he might have been a little bit of a, a, a D. Yeah, but he's but your older he, brother. He was and, older brother, and he was uh, yeah. Because there was a point where you were in sixth grade, and he was in eighth grade, yeah. and he was like, "All right, back off." I I think I was a uh, just I was just a big old I was a, I was a nerd. Yeah. I, I played sports, but then I quit those, and I started musicals, and then I uh, would go to uh, you know those parties and stuff, and hang out with those yeah. people, and then oh yeah, drama parties, uh, dude. yeah, musical it. parties, the musical best. parties. Uh, didn't, uh, no, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't get laid in high school at all. You didn't? Uh-uh. Not even the drama. I don't think I told you this. I didn't get laid until I was like 22. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? And I didn't really start, I didn't have my first girlfriend until I was like 26. I was married before I was 22. That's crazy. <laughs> that's, so that's, I did have a sex. Yeah. But you grew up in a place like that, uh, Homestead's pretty promiscuous. <laughs> What? No, I don't know. That's I, also the shirt that I'm gonna sell. Homestead is pretty promiscuous. That's I, I have a. Th- I don't think girls in Western Pennsylvania uh, like me very much. I've always had a weird time with. But Austin, it's like easy. Everyone's so nice. Dates go well. You know, everyone's so nice. I think and what you I feel, just I feel, said I feel was... more appreciated there. I think girls in Western Pennsylvania, though, because I'm not like. I feel like they think I'm weird or something. You know, I feel like I get that. Like you're not a real man. <laughs> like, like you might be I mean, gay. Man, that's so funny though. And then in Austin, a little bit. So you're saying Austin is full of whores? <laughs> no, that's not it at all. The way you uh, said, no, no, that's not it. Uh, uh, I don't. Know, I just feel more appreciated uh, in Austin. I feel like, you know. So what? What made you have this sense of humor? I don't know. It's just just kind of just being. I think being made fun of in school. Uh, super into video games so i was like a shut-in so like yeah. and, and then watching like tons of like mel brooks mel brooks movies mm-hmm. yeah watching free pay-per-view and uh watching that stuff all day i spent so much time alone as a kid right that like my imagination was like i always thought in like movies and stuff that's why i started before i started doing stand-up i started I did writing too, yeah i started writing scripts i did too because my brain always thought that way yeah stand-up was a thing i just fell into and i was like oh yeah this is great yeah it was funny because i think when i met you i don't know if i made this story up or not I think I remember you or I wearing a Beastie Boys shirt. It was either you or I, because that's how our conversation... I think it was you. I think it was you. That's how our conversation started, 
Yeah. Isn't that funny? That's how like middle school boys meet. Oh yeah. We're like, you like Beastie Boys? You like I the, like Beastie Boys. You like the same band? You like I like Beastie Boys. You like Beastie Boys? Beastie Boys are our best. <laughs> I feel like that's how that first conversation went. But we yeah. started stand up like the same week. Yeah. Like I don't know who was first, but it was like Cause I didn't meet you at my first open mic. No. Because you weren't there, but I met you like the what, second. Do you remember one. the first time you did stand up? Oh yeah. No, what's the date? Oh no, I don't remember. You don't? No, I don't have the date. I don't remember the date. I used to have a joke about that too, but I don't have it. Do you know uh, June two thousand nine? Oh yeah, that's 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 yeah. about right. June, uh, early yeah. June. No, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I only did stand up from my first time I ever did it was December 29th, two thousand and eight. Right, and then you took yeah, I and remember. then I did it maybe four times. Why did you go back in June? Because I I I did it that first time. And then I did it like two or three more times, like went to open mics and I was like, this is abysmal. Yeah. And then I did two movies in a row. Yeah. So I was gone from, I was filming movies from April to July, 2009. And then you just thought when you got back, oh, I'm no, I met a comedian that was an extra in the one movie I did. Who? Dave on Magwood. Oh my God. And on July 19th, 2009 was my first show ever technically but and i did uh, 18 minutes that's insane after doing open mic five times so i think we met late summer 2009 because it was like right then smiling moose yeah that place got wacky it was fun it was you, fun for a while and you, then it died you remember the time mitch and i did a talk show yes and then we brought comics on yes i think it went horribly but it was still kind of fun. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was wow. weird. That was the spot. Yeah. They don't do anything there anymore. I know. Um, so that's why you're Yeah, funny. so 2009. I think so. I think it's because I was such a shut-in. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Because if I had any sort of social life, if I, had, if I figured out that girls liked me early on, or if I, I probably would have been like, what am I doing stand-up? You know, why, why would mm -hmm. I want to do anything creative? You know? Yeah. I'd probably just... And I'm and I am the type of person too. I'm like, oh, I just fall for somebody, and like I would just date them for a while. Yeah, I, I, I could see that happening if I was, uh, you know, um, if I had a girlfriend in high school or something. But I spent so much time alone. Is like it cultivates a. Uh, when did you get your first girlfriend? Austin. Uh, when I was when I was 26. Wait, what? First girl I ever seriously dated because I tried to date people here when I moved. And, and, right. and Slippy Rock, and it just didn't, for whatever reason, it just didn't pan out, ever. It was like... You never had a girlfriend in high school? No. I had more girlfriends in high school than I did as an adult. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, never. Never never one girlfriend in high school. It's so funny how we were opposite. Yeah. Like, people, I think people would think that my high school was you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, you were a fat kid and played video games yeah. and was... <clears throat> no, like I was a three sport athlete. I yeah. was leads in plays and musicals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls liked me. <laughs> like, uh, I was a fun guy. I, I had fun. You know what? Also, that sounds really douchey. If anybody from high school is listening to this, yeah, they're like, they're oh, like oh, really, dude? <laughs> Relax. I think no, but I, I had fun. I had fun. I was I was the I was the goofy, I was obnoxious. I should say this too. I think girls did like me, but I was too like afraid or something. And uh, I got really fat after college. Yeah, no, I was fat early. My other, fat. my other fat friend Aaron in Austin mm -hmm. uh, said on stage one time because we were having an argument on stage. Yeah, that, by the way, Danny has an Austin fat Aaron also. Yeah, he's great. 
he's, he's good. Uh, and he said, uh, oh, we can't all be uh, captain of the football team when they're in high school. And I was like, you don't know. I was like, you have no idea what That's my childhood was hilarious. like. And I was like, because I was called a fat kid for so long. And then when I lost weight, everyone just thought I was gay. I Wait, just really, yeah. Everybody, because I was friends with the girls, and I got, I was just like super skinny, and <laughs> like you know would wear dorky clothes. They're like, hey, hey, yeah. fat kid, and then then you get skinny, and you're like, hey, gay kid. You're like, what? What's a guy got to do? What exactly? What seriously? Yeah, one hundred percent. You just had to walk around with a boob in your hand <laughs> to like, prove, yeah, yeah, with a boob. That's a literal boob. With a boob in your hand. Hey guys, I told you I like them. <laughs> That's that's super convincing. Oh my god. Um so ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, man, I was uh so then I peaked later. Yeah. Can I call this peaking? Mm, I guess so. <laughs> well, Austin's good to me. You know. Man. I have I have You need to get back to that sweet, sweet nectar of Austin. I gotta, I gotta go back for three months before I go. But I, I am looking forward to going to a new place again. I need I need to go to LA. I'm happy that you came home. I am too. It Come seemed, on. It seemed, I, I, I know, I am. I am. It, it was uh, torturous at certain points, but, uh, you know, for, for, you know, different reasons. Um, well, dude, thanks for being part of my 50th episode. Of course. It took 50 episodes to get you on. Yeah. I was going to have you on when I went to Austin, but I was like, ah, we'll save it. I remember that, yeah. yeah. I'm glad we saved it. Yeah, this is 50. Because I like, I like people that really know me because we can have a personal conversation. About how I'm going to be the new uh, father be- of this family. Well, you know, we'll see what happens. Luke said, and by the way, I didn't, nope, neither of us asked him to say anything. He said, I want Danny to take me to school tomorrow. That's what he said. <laughs> nobody, nobody urged him to say that. It's recorded. He just said it on his own. I, I know. think that's pretty beautiful. Bruh, I'm going to step in. You're going to step out. That's what you're going to do. All right.